Welcome to Confessions from the Couch, a podcast created by three Black women for Black women. A platform to have raw discussions, give advice, empower each other, and to share what's on our minds, even if we weren't asked. We are your hosts, Liv, Mira, and Laisha. Come join us on the couch. This is Wind Down Friday. We will be having a live at least once, one Friday out of the month. And it's called Wind Down Friday. So, you know, you guys should get your wine and hang out with us. Yes. So I'm sipping on, uh, it's the Key Series Blueberry Red Wine. It's my grandfather's uh, winery and it's pretty good now. It's pretty good. <laughs> and I am sipping on something called Poppy Valley Central. It's a red blend. And yeah, this first time me trying this, I just asked the, the guy, which one you think? <laughs> Being spontaneous. <laughs> and I'm sipping on some good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this episode started. Yeah. Yeah, let's get the episode started. So, today's episode is, to be honest, Black women are everything. We <laughs> everything. are certainly, <laughs> we certainly are. Yes. So, if you could give me three words, any three words you want, and y'all can put these in the chat as well. Um, What are three words positive words to use to describe black women. Yeah, y'all type down below. Yeah, put y'all responses down below. Um, all right, I'll go first. My three, I don't know why it was so hard because like obviously I'm an amazing black woman, but my three are unmatched, top tier, and just everything like the title. <laughs> 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 really? Under <laughs> everything, period. Period. <laughs> Live. Um, I thought of Nubian Queen, capable, and we are the blue. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, resilient, unapologetic, and underestimated. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. With the All right, so why did you guys pick these three words? So I guess I'll go first again. Um, I think it was really hard for me to pick these because I just feel like what I really wanted to say is that like we're unmatched. There's no one like us. We're distinguishable. Often trying to be like duplicated, but never or imitated, but never duplicated. Like we're just our own. We're in our own lane, so we just stand out. We're top tier. We're top quality. If you don't know about a black woman, you need to find out. <laughs> like we're just literally, we're literally 
everything. We're beautiful, we're strong, we're graceful, we're elegant, like all of that. Yes, durable, okay. capable, and persistent. Yes, I like right. both. <laughs> um, um, I'll go. I'll go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Okay. Um, I'll choose my, I'll talk about the last one, the glue. Man, how many times we always putting families together? We just, I don't know. Even if we're not together, we bring everything together. So I randomly thought about the glue, and I thought that was like a great way to describe us as family beings. And I guess you can say like friends too, in a way. But yeah. Um, we got beautiful backbone and strong. Okay. Mm -hmm. Double tap on the beautiful. Yes. We, yes. yes. <laughs> um, I chose, I guess I'll do one of them, resilient. We are resilient. We literally bounce back from any and everything that's thrown our way. It don't matter what it is. We come back 20 times stronger. Agreed. agreed. <laughs> okay. The, oh, okay. somebody said Black Queens. Yes. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Exactly. I feel like we're the only race that literally calls each other queens. Besides, like, you know, the whole queens in England and all of that stuff like that. I feel like we're the only one that calls our commoner selves queens. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true, because everything is, hey, queen, hey, king. Like, it is like that. I've never, I don't know. I don't hang around with any other, too many other ethnicities anyway, but... <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's a part of us, like, obviously we're the underdogs, so I feel like that's a part of us just kind of, like, building each other up. So I think that's why we incorporated it. Uh, and honestly, well, we're rolling okay. period, so we are queens, so. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so y'all know how society has this notion about us as Black people in general, but especially as Black women. Like, this notion of being strong, like, somebody even said that we're strong. And so, it's like, why do we have to be so strong? Like, the world continues to, like, break us down, but we could, we have to fight to still stand. Where else is to go? Huh? Oh, it said that you was loading. I don't know what was happening. Um. Yeah. Um. I feel like, I don't know, We I think we are the only, like, race and gender that has to go through, well, not gender, men have to probably go through it too, but I feel like definitely as a Black woman, we always have to be strong, and it's just like, I don't know. Higher. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot to carry. It is, it is, it is. It reminds me of that um, video, like, the real that's going around of Taraji P. Henson. When she was like, I'm tired of being strong. And I got to a point like that one time in my life, like, I'm tired of being strong. And someone was like, you can never be tired of being strong. Why can't I? I'm human, one. And also, it's okay not to be okay. And right now, I'm telling you, I don't want to be strong, and I don't want to be okay. <laughs> like, Yeah, I feel like we have, like, this unfair, like, 
thing placed on us that we always have to be strong we always have to just everything just has to be okay and it's like we're mythical creatures we're superhumans yes we can be super at times but it's like we're normal people and we just need to you know just i just wish the stigma wasn't placed on us because i feel like it's placed on us and then we also feel like we have to live up to it when everyone has sad days everyone has down days everyone is not going to be 100 all the time and just because we're black women that should be okay true 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 i feel kind of bad now that i picked the glue <laughs> because that is kind of a notion of being strong too like even when you don't want to be this is something that you have to be at that time being or you feel obligated to be at that time and i don't know you don't want other people to see you know the struggles i mean it can go for men too but yeah that's how i feel about it too I wouldn't say don't feel bad about it. It's honestly, that's true, though. We are the glue. We mm -hmm. hold each other together. Women, we hold each other together. Like, we hold up our friends. We hold up our relationships. We are the glue and the backbone of those, like, of those relationships. So I wouldn't feel like it is true, even though it is tired. I think we're human. We're going to get tired. I guess it just comes with the territory. I guess. <laughs> I mean, if we, all, if we all band together and say we ain't strong today, well, I'll be on that But we do get tired. We need other people to pick up the slack. When not when they see fit, but just ask that question: like, do you need help? Do you, you know? Just that simple question. And even if she may say, like, no, I don't, you know, I'm good or whatever, make that initiative and, you know, just help out in any way. And she will appreciate that so that she can maybe relax a little bit. And, yeah. I like that. Actually, I was, um, I seen something on Instagram and it was like, but that's the thing, hold on, before I say that. Like, you ask people, do you need help? But that's what I said on Instagram. I was like, you tell people or ask people do they need help, but you don't follow up and follow through. If you're going to do that, I need you to show up for that person. I need you to follow up and then also follow through. But that's yes. Actually, ask, like, how can I support you? We all need support. We all need help. Yeah. Especially yeah, as we were going through a whole yeah. pandemic together. Yeah. I think it just kind of goes back to like us being like super women. So I don't even think people would think to act like, oh, you just handled business. You held your household together. I don't even think people would think to ask if that person is okay and to check in with that person. So I, I do think that's very important. No one checks in with a strong person. I don't understand yes. Check on everyone, your strong friends. That was the thing. Check on your strong friends, but check on. The topic is black women, so check on your black women in your life too. <laughs> black men, check on your black women. Check on your queens. Yes, because you know we are checking on y'all, making sure y'all good every day. So check on us too. <laughs> Pick up the phone first. <laughs> oh gosh, I hear that. <laughs> oh gosh. I think we're gonna move on to this thing of like this aggressive versus assertive notion or this idea of black women always being aggressive 
Yeah, that that is a bit tiring. I feel like black women they cannot be angry because not even they can't even be angry. I'm gonna say they cannot be upset because there's a difference. They cannot be upset without looking like they're about to have this huge outburst or that we're looking like we're taking it out of proportion. Meanwhile, this is a rational um, emotion or the time to actually do this. I don't. I don't know. I just think it's kind of unacceptable for us not to feel our emotions the way how they are supposed to be at that time being. I feel like we're um, misunderstood. So even if like we express how we feel in a situation that warrants anger or just warrants feedback, that may not be positive. I feel like people automatically just jump to, oh, she's black, she's ghetto, she has an attitude. Like, when really, if my counterpart, Karen, or not, let me not use Karen, but Rebecca, <laughs> said like, oh, like, express herself, then it's fine. But just because I'm black, I can keep the same tone. I could not raise my voice. But because we're misunderstood, I think it just, people just automatically get defensive and just think that, first of all, do you know any black women that just go around attacking people? Honestly, it's like, we don't, just, we're not violent people. We will express how we feel and tell you how we feel without laying a finger on you. So why is that a thing? I am infamous for cursing you out without using curse words. So... <laughs> my whole thing is to make you feel incompetent at the end of the day so why would okay. I do that <laughs> agree agree and I feel like it kind of stems from like I don't want to say the olden days but the olden days basically the fear of black people like oh we're scared we don't know like what she's gonna do next oh we fear for our lives and all of this nonsense so I think that's like, you know, why they say, oh, she's angry or, you know, like, stop, just calm down. The word calm, the phrase calm down, is it just needs to be stopped. It just needs to be stopped because I'm not riled up as yet. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> and yet was the key word. Like, what? Um, I think. You hit on two points, though. Like, first of all, calm down. Do not tell me calm down. Why do you feel the need to tell me to calm down? Am I hyped up that much or my octaves are a little too high for you? Like, are you mad or what? Um, and then to the whole thing of, what did you say of, I'm going to look my whole train of thought. I don't know what you're referring to. <laughs> the one before uh, calm down. Oh, what the when the reaction yeah. piece. Like, why? You caused my reaction. Own it. Take ownership that you caused my reaction. So my reaction is based on your actions. Mm -hmm. So if you said something out of the way to me, what do you think, or how do you think I'm supposed to respond? Like Becky from around the corner? <laughs> I'm confused. Because back to the olden days, <laughs> we were supposed to be. Sh mm -mm. I am we not my ancestors. <laughs> I am not my ancestors. I am their wildest dreams come true. I, <laughs> my bark is. <laughs> not my my bark. bark is quieter than my bite. I can promise you that. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> 
Yeah. Hold up. Okay, so I had came up with this um this phrase too. Is are we angry or are we just fed up? <laughs> to be honest, like what? And I'm here to say we fed up. <laughs> Given today's climate, we are fed up. Yeah. With the unaccountability, the racism, the way you way black women are treated in general, and that's even that's not even just from other ethnicities. It's from our own people. Fed up with black men not appreciating and respecting black women. Mm-hmm. Just fed up. Back to the whole thing of being tired. I don't want to show up today. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we constantly have to like fight and defend ourselves. Like in the workplace, we're talked down upon. Black men really don't support us and stand up for us. So we're always like fighting and we're just tired. Like, why do we always have to defend ourselves? Why can't we just be and just live our lives the way we want to live? Like, why do we have to keep defending ourselves? Like, we should be protected by each other, our Black men. We shouldn't have to fight in our workplace, but that's a whole nother discussion. But I just think we're fed up. We're just tired of, like, trying to prove ourselves and prove that we have a place in this world. So... I think that's what it is too. Are we really are we fighting to prove that we belong? No. I don't wanna see that nobody's table. We can have our own table. We don't belong. We have our own table. Like, no. I just mean like in work. Like if you have a white man, a black man, a white woman in other races and a black woman going for the same job, nine times out of ten a black woman is getting paid less. So it's like we're having to in a sense, like, prove our worth and prove that we deserve this just as much as everyone else. That's what I meant, like, fighting. But as far as, like, actually trying to fit in, no, we were born to stand out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yes, it is known that we are basically, like, I don't want to say that we are the bottom tier because we are definitely the top tier. But being black one that's one strike and then being a woman is another strike Mm -hmm. so yeah sad to say but we as people need to do better we do i don't understand where the humanity has gone or it probably actually never existed (laughs) right right. it never existed yeah you're right just Think about before slavery. <laughs> what you mean? Just I was about like, to say, I mean, slavery's been around for like... who <laughs> <laughs> we ain't talking about Adam like and Eve idea. yet. <laughs> <laughs> like this idea of just like treating people inhumane. Like all the genocides and stuff that were happening before that continued throughout slavery. Um, you think about all the wars, World War, war ugh, can't even talk. World War One, World War Two, like everything that came after slavery, like even still, it continues throughout the day and age of like how people was just like a continued cycle of history that continues of how we do not treat human beings as human beings. We mishandle and misuse each other. Everybody wants to be on top. Everybody thinks 
they're better than the other. Everybody thinks that they deserve better than the other. And yeah. Just because of skin color and gender, which is still, to me, it's 2021. Like, that's still wild as hell to me. Like, we all have heartbeats. We all bleed the same. Like, so what? Uh, you can go to the beach and change colors. Like, it's just because, like, it's just weird to me. That blows me, honestly. <laughs> that was shady. You can go to the beach and change colors. I'm just saying, like, you're, you don't like me because of my melanin and my brown skin, but you literally go to the beach and try to get your brown skin, and you end up looking like a lobster. But my you're point is, you literally treat me different. <laughs> you literally treat me different because of the color of my skin. When you can literally walk outside and your skin color changes. Like, to me, I'm just saying, like, it's just, it doesn't make sense. It just, well, one thing on the tennis salon. <laughs> I digress. My point was racism and sexism is just it's it's not that deep. We all breathe and we all have a heart. So treat us with a heart and compassion, okay? Not a lobster though. <laughs> the only reason why that exists though is because it's ingrained in people's brains from when they were younger and it, it just trickled down from um, generation to generation of we don't like them and there's no explanation as to why we just don't do them it's just the way how it is you've heard that <laughs> it's just the way how it is, <laughs> is it? that's not enough why <laughs> i need a reason i need a reason as to why you don't like me what did my melanin and all of my beautiful culture due to you. This threatening you in what capacity? But it's interesting. I know we were we wanted to talk about this later, but I feel like this kind of goes into it. Um, we are hated for being black women, for our features, our personalities, how we wear our hair. But yeah, everybody wants to imitate it and be like us so we're crucified for being naturally who we are but at the same time y'all paying for it trying to look like us y'all killing yourselves getting bbls trying to physically look like what god gave us so it's just like you love it or you hate it i'm confused like you they really love that they don't naturally have it so they hate us don't have it sorry <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a bit much. Yeah, that's a little bit weird. That's definitely that reminds me of like when you brought up hair of how remember I think it was a like it was articles coming out of how black men when they had like locks they were trying to make them cut their hair just to work to work in places. I actually had a friend who told me recently he had locks. He cut his locks off because. They told him he couldn't have locks in order to be hired. He ended up cutting them off, and he still didn't get hired. I would have never cut my hair. <laughs> Who do you think you are that I need to be socially accepted inside your club? You know that there's, like, an act called the Crown Act. Mm -hmm. And I think, I don't remember how many states, but yeah. it's not that many who actually passed the law. So, and this, there's a, more states that have not passed it. And basically, I believe the laws, like, allow us to wear our hair how we want to or naturally want to. So there's states that it's 
not against the law to not hire you because your hair is a certain way and it's unprofessional. Meanwhile, Brad can wake up and have hair everywhere. <laughs> And that's that's work professional, but bad hair. <laughs> the names, yo, the names. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I can actually relate to that. No, seriously, like when I first, I used to have locks, guys. So, um, right before I wanted to start growing them, I had so many people tell me, like Olivia, maybe you should hold off until you get into your field and then you can do that. And I'm just like, no, like I'm so headstrong on things. And I was just like, no, I'm going to still do it anyways. I don't care how you feel. I don't care how Tom, Dick, Harry feels. If they don't want to hire me just because I have locks on, then guess what? I don't need to be at their company. And as simple as that, like, People yeah. getting qualified for freaking braids. Like, what else you want me to do? Like, I'm not straightening my hair. So, there goes that. That professional stand, the word professional needs to go out the window. Throw it out. It's whitewash. It's white supremacy. That's what it is. Throw it out. What standards of mine, like, what standards of yours do I need to live up to and why? A professionalism. My hair has nothing to do with how I perform. My clothes don't have nothing to do with how I perform. My skin tone just has nothing to do with how I perform at your company. And probably with all three of those things, I still outshine the people that you hire. You want to know why? Because I have talent. I'm educated. And just because your, because Kathy decided to go get a Harvard degree, don't mean that she's intelligent. <laughs> at all. Oh my gosh, we got Brad, we got Kathy, we got Harry, we got Rebecca, like, oh my you god. You got Tom, Dick, and Harry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I agree. I feel like they already have their minds made up, and I feel like the hair is not definitely going to determine that. Like, just educate yourself. Locks are not dirty. People we do I can speak for black people we do wash out here I can't say for other races but we do wash out here I've had a lot of questions about that like honestly I've had a lot of questions about that we do wash out here we wash it like normal people do we don't what wash it as often as they do huh we don't wash it, what? We don't wash it as often as they do for a reason we don't have to wash yeah, it every day right yeah, so. Somebody literally asked you, how do black people wash their hair? No, not black people, but remember I had locks. So people ask, like, do you wash it? How do you wash it? And I mean, even black people themselves have asked me, like, how do you wash it? And I have to tell people, like, normal. Like, <laughs> I know strand no by strand. <laughs> what? I mean, is it biased that I kind of feel like the how do, not if you wash it, obviously, but the how do, because it's kind of like a learning experience. Because, like, black women, we get, like, braids and we could take it out and we just wash our hair normally. So I feel like I probably asked you that, like, how do you, not like, you know, she like did she ask me that question. <laughs> but it was just, like, just curious, like, because you don't want to, I know, like, if you say you have braids in and it got, like, a little growth, and if you just kind of, like, rigorously, rigorously, like, 
do that motion. I can't think of the words right now. It can get tangled. So to me, I'm kind of curious, but I'm a little bad. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> it's like you want to make sure you get your roots and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, you do it the same way. Remember, after you wash your hair, you do your hair after. So you figure it out after. Braids is kind of different because when you're washing it with the braids, you still kind of want to maintain that style. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, you part it, you take it apart. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's not gonna get tangled within each other because remember they're hold, they're held into each lock. So that's not really an issue. Only unless like you're first starting out your locks, then you can come up with like a tangling issue. But for the most part, it doesn't really get that tangled. So you wash it like normal. You massage the roots. You massage the shaft of it. Get all the soap up in there. You wash it out like normal. The only thing you can't do is comb it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Literally, the only thing you cannot do is comb it. So, yeah. Have y'all ever had experience where someone from a different ethnicity tried to touch your hair? I, I mean, I think everybody, honestly... Really? I'm Even trying to think. I don't know if I ever had that experience. Honestly, I always got this mean face on. So it's like, I don't think people really approach me like that. That's yeah. another problem. I find it amazing when people ask, oh, can I touch your hair? Like, I mean, like, what? They ask it? Because, you know, you hearing about people just going and touching their hair. So I'm like, wow, people are actually asking. But no. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for asking, though. No, I had that somebody, I was in the bathroom one time. We were in Boston for, for work. And somebody was, like, walking up. She washed her hands or whatever. And then she would start to go, like, this to my hair. And I popped her. It was a reflex. But... <laughs> Don't touch <laughs> <laughs> And then she went to go be like, oh, I should have asked. No, you shouldn't have done nothing. You don't ask. You don't approach me. You don't touch me. I'm like, what? Okay. what? What gave you the audacity to go through my head? Like, to just... All right. So, y'all know, I, I, play, I tend to play devil's advocate sometimes. No. So, before... <laughs> Not on that. What you devil? So wait, just just listen. So I've had people of other ethnic races ask me, and I've had black people ask me. But I feel like my personality, I don't, I don't tend to like get offended easily. So I remember, I think I was at like the Roots picnic, and a black girl, like it was the first time I was like natural, and I wore my hair out, and they were just like, "Oh, can I touch your hair?" I was like, "Yeah, that's fine." And as we were talking about this, I was like, I personally, like, it's just literally, I was looking at it as a place from, like, ad- admiration. So it's literally just touching it. But then the more we talked, I was just like, I'm not an animal. It's not a petting zoo. So I can see, like, how that could be taken, offen- like, offensively. I'm not, I'm, you don't, don't come up and pet me. So I think that's where it can be, like, misconstrued. But I personally, like, that's just, like, I can't really compare it to nothing else. I don't think anything else is like that, honestly. But at first, I wasn't offended, but I understand why it can be offensive. It's rude to go up and touch. One, no, I'm a stranger. No, it's good. Asking, asking. Don't, obviously, don't touch anybody. Personal the space. The beauty supply store is free. They curry yaki. <laughs> curly straight. This, anything you want, go to the beauty supply store and 
head. Don't touch me. Don't ask to touch me. <laughs> okay. Not I think, okay. I think what goes <laughs> I think what goes through people's mind is really how they get the how do they get their hair like that? Like so they think like touching it like, you know, give them some I don't know. Give them that thought or whatever. And like the notion of nappy. So it's like, is it soft or is it hard? Like, you know? So let me touch it just to like verify. Like, could you not do that? <laughs> no. Like what? like, what is that? <laughs> Absolutely not. Is it hard? Is what? You said, is it hard or is it soft? <laughs> nappy like that's that's what people think behind the word nappy and that's not what i identify as nappy as but that's what a lot of people think nappy is so you know they want to feel it just to probably verify oh yeah i touched the black girls here and it was definitely nappy i don't know that's <laughs> that's, that's what first I'm of all youtube is your best friend go educate yourself before you get popped because what oh <laughs> So, okay, so would you guys be equally offended if a black person acts? I'm not that I mad. Personally, like, so, would, I don't believe everyone is evil or has, like, these weird curiosities about black people. So what if it was genuinely just, like, coming from a, oh, that's really cute. Like, let me just touch. Why Again, why are you touching? I told so y'all about that time the black woman, I was at bus with a poet, and I was sitting down. And I just was like, oh, my gosh, she is a beautiful woman. So I told her. And she touched my shoulder. I was like, oh, you're beautiful, too. And she's like, I love your hair. And just went straight up in my head. So if she asked, though. No, sis. It's not nine. It's crochet. You want me to tell you how to do it? No. Oh, my Jesus. So if a black person <laughs> just asks you, like, oh, so what if they come up to you? Oh, girl, your hair looks really soft. Can I touch it? Ask you something like that, but like in a, a oh, okay. but it's weird. Like, why would she say, Oh, your hair looks soft? Like, it's not from a weird or bad perspective, from a good place, a kind, like a genuine heart. Would you? I don't think everybody has evil intentions, just don't touch me. Okay, I don't know. I think I'm more nicer if a black, uh, if a black woman did. She gotta be natural too. I feel like the vibes just gotta be like this. I'm I'm serious. No, like, but why would you be asking? Can I touch it? Like, where? What are you getting from touching it? Yes, I understand. You know, you might, you know, textile feeling. You like doing those type of things, but no, like, it's and not. It's necessary. And you messing up my hair. Like, I don't know what you' about to do. <laughs> First of all, did you wash your hands before you try to go up in my scalp? Like, because they don't ever want to just touch the bottom. Like, they be all, like, literally, hands be up. That's that's, like, a, going... that's a bit much. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. I feel like, oh, let me touch it should be like towards weave. I'm sorry. It, it should be more towards weave. Yes. Why? What's the difference? Because you don't know what it feels like because it ain't real. You don't know what natural hair feels like. Like, that day, mind you, when I let the black girl touch my hair, that was literally my first time wearing my afro. 
So I think they were trying to touch it to see if it was soft, and that shit was dry because I did not know how to take care of my hair at the time. So like, it can be natural. You don't know how it feels. I I have my dry days. I have my buttery, soft, luscious days. So you still don't know how it feels. Especially when you rock in the puff, it goes through stages. Like my puff be dry one day. One day it might be super oily, but it look dry. Mm -hmm. Like, no. One day I'm just let somebody do that when I have my puff out. I'm gonna just take my braids out. If somebody said that, my hair gonna be dirty. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Not gonna wash it. You want to feel it? Go ahead. Get all these flakes. <laughs> That's an <laughs> Y'all making me hot. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I think it's the wine too. <laughs> oh gosh. Y'all cracking me up with this hair business. I can't. Oh my god. We don't sound like nice people at all. Well, hey, we done dragged on about hair for a little bit. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And if y'all got some funny stories about y'all hair too, please drop it. I would love yeah. to hear you laughing. Be interactive, y'all. We want to hear from you guys. <laughs> yes. What was your black hair? touching experience how do you feel about or, it yeah do y'all think it's acceptable for somebody to touch your hair or even ask i mean i guess the most polite way is to ask but yeah how do y'all feel about it would y'all say yeah yes or no <clears throat> um i guess we can go into cultural appropriation we was kind of already talking about this too a little bit mm -hmm. about how they want to imitate us. Um, just about like taking our culture. I think honestly, I don't. We have like this extensive, vibrant culture, just like black people in general. And I don't know. They want that experience, I guess. But you can't have it. Well, they get damn near close to having it. And that's how it gets popular, I guess. It's like the new invention. Mm. Basically, but <laughs> it's a problem because other people are able to profit off of, you know, things that is normal. So, I mean, like, should we have made it profitable before? <laughs> like, what? I don't know. Like, Honestly, you know, like how you trademark certain things, like, should we do that? So people feel like, you know, they cannot take it over. I don't know. That's, that's just what I'm thinking. Like, honestly. Hmm. Trademark? I don't know. But you know, that's a lot. It, it is a lot. And that's a whole people. It's... It's a whole, yeah, it's not possible. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's just very weird. So, okay. So, remember, I think, I forget exactly what Leisha said, but I think she said something along the lines of, like, it was when I made my I don't want to seat at their table com comment. 
you do you remember what you said it was something like basically we don't want to seek validation so before you make the whole profitable comment i was going to ask you guys like does it do you think it actually no i can't play devil's advocate on this i was going to say do you think it matters that we get recognition for stuff because we know we did it and we know we created it but it, it matters yeah i just i don't know it would be nice even with like there's a whole tiktok thing like just give black creators in general their credit because they try i feel like we they try to take it and say it's theirs like i think i would feel a little bit better if they tried to try to take it or tried to copy and gave credit but don't come out and make it seem like you had this brilliant idea and you came up with this. I think that's like my biggest issue with it because everyone is going to copy someone. I mean, a lot of things aren't original, but it's just like still give us our credit and don't look down on us for us having it naturally. Like before big lips were a huge thing, like no one wanted big lips. Now all of a sudden Kylie Jenner did the little lip thing and now big lips are in. Like we've been had big lips, so why are we... Don't look down on us and then try to go copy it. And I think also black men need to stop going. I mean, I can't tell you who to like and your preference is your preference, but that's kind of crazy that you will literally belittle a black woman or talk down on a black woman, but then go out and chase Becky, Sarah, because she has a big butt. She has big lips. And even with that, the whole attitude, I feel like I could just, this can go so many places, y'all. But just black men need to do better and society needs to do better. Needs to do better. Exactly. They like the perfectness of it. They like the roundness of it. Not knowing that eventually that crap going to sag. It's going to deflate. <laughs> it might shift a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what? Like, no, just take the natural beauty in it and, you know, respect it. And that's that. It's crazy that you bring up that Kim K thing. Because I didn't think about this as we were talking and going through it. But I used to hate my lips growing up. I'm here, like, looking at your lips right now. <laughs> because, like, the bottom went all juicy and kind of a little big, you know? Like, I used to hate my lips. Like, kids, you know kids are evil on me. So they made fun of my mouth, like call you big lips, call you whatever else names or whatever. Yes, the little one is the top one's a little thinner, but the bottom. Oh, one's okay, I'm like, <laughs> and then here you go. My lips are big, so I can't. <laughs> but with that, it's just like y'all don't be paying for something that you made fun of me for growing up, and now you want it, and it's just like whatever. Okay, I love them now, so it don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you think that they that they got a hate for their lives because they have none, like none, none? <laughs> do you though? Because if you white people are the standard, so do you think they actually got hate? Like, oh, Becky, you don't have any lips. Like, well, I don't know, because Kylie Jenner, her things were literally like a line. Like, I don't know, so maybe. But even before they started injecting their lips, they were doing the um the makeup thing to make them look fuller. Yeah, yeah. Oh, with the lines. With the lines, oh. yes. Have you ever watched like um <clears throat> old shows? It, 
not that old, probably like in the early 2000s or maybe in the 90s. And then we like, oh my gosh, you got a big butt. I'm like, man, you know how these people being with a big butt? Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. Like, what is wrong with you? I don't know. It just, is it, does it mean you're fat? Like, what? Like, I feel like I don't get it. that's what they took it to me. Like, oh, you have a big butt, Sarah. Like, oh my gosh. Like, I, yeah, I think it just meant they were over where you're a little thick. <laughs> Not the voice. <laughs> but seriously, I've seen videos like that. Like, oh my gosh. Like, even in Sir Mix a Lot song, oh my gosh, look at her butt. It's just so big and it's just so brown. Like, no. <laughs> Y'all don't know that whole part in this song, no, uh. I know what okay. song you're talking about. Okay. I know what song you're talking about. <laughs> you said you never heard of it? No, I said I hear you. Oh. <laughs> I think, honestly, everybody is different. Every feature is beautiful. So I just think, as a society, we need to stop looking down on people that are different and just embrace our differences because everything comes back full circle. And who knows, a few years, maybe big butts won't be in again. Like, it is what it is. Like, just let us Black women be who we naturally are and, let like, praise us for it. Like, just, you know, admire the team. Mm-hmm. Matching. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my. What about this thing about code switching? That's the thing. Who wants to explain it? So, I was like, Liv, you want to take it? Or, oh. <laughs> so, code switching. Code switching is essentially. <laughs> All right, code, code switching is essentially this, is how you talk. So it's how you talk to one group of people versus another. So how I talk to my friends is not necessarily how I would talk to my coworkers. Or how I talk to my supervisor is not how I would talk to my um, like close friends that's at my job. So you basically are switching up your dialect and like using different phrases and slang to the people that where it fits. But the thing about it is, nobody else do this. We are the only ones that literally do this. We switch up how we talk based on who's in the room. But why are we doing, I like my, yeah, just why? I was about to say I don't, well, I try not to, to be honest. I try not to. Actually, I do need to. <laughs> and my mom is Actually, I do need to. But um, yeah. Sometimes I feel like we put on like a high voice, like it's more acceptable. Like you hear like the 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 bass in my in my voice. But like yeah, but I don't know. Just like okay, I remember what we were talking about now. The notion of talking white and talking black and what it is to be said to talk white is you sound educated which is not true 
I don't understand why people say that. Because when I say somebody's talking white, it's just the way how they are saying things, not necessarily the words that is coming out of their mouth. So, yeah. But why say it at all? Why say what? You talking white. Why say it at all? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We expect our people to talk a certain way and then others to talk another way. And that honestly, it just honestly depends on where you grew up and the people that you were around, who you associate yourself with. Why are you laughing? I left that job. <laughs> I would say, uh, I remember being younger and my mom would get on the phone and she'd be talking normal and then she'd be like, oh yeah, this is water and I'm just like, what the frig? And I think that was like my first time being ex like exposed to that. And I think maybe it started, you want to sound white and sound professional because if you look in the work field, who were like in these high positions, white men, white women. So to be acceptable to them. I feel like that's why we started to incorporate sounding white and sounding professional to, in a work setting, fit in, in a sense. But now we do it. And I had, like, one of my supervisors, she sound more black than me. And she was white. And she was hella ratchet. I'm just like, what? You don't even code. Maybe you need to code switch because you sound more <laughs> ratchet. <laughs> but... Yeah, I mean, I don't, I get why it started, but why it's still a thing. Like, even if you take a white person that's from down south and they have a country Bama ass accent, do you think they code switch or are they still gonna be their country behind selves? So it's like, we, I feel like we are the only, we are the only people that do it, but why? Country people, that's not professional, that's not proper. So why don't they code switch? Why don't they feel the need to? Well, that accent. You ever hear a real country person? You can't like take a, away the accent, though. That's like trying to take away someone's accent that's Jamaican. Like, but it's not accent. It's accent, and then also some of the terms that they use. We, that's, you're taking away our black accent because we have different slang and say things a certain way. I'm not cursing. I'm not being disrespectful. I'm just saying things and using different words to say the different things. So are they. So what's the difference? If I'm not speaking reckless, I don't, I don't get it. I should be able to talk how I want to talk. Period. I had... <laughs> <laughs> I have brought up that um, I feel like the reason why we all try to talk, talk the same exact way is so that everyone can understand. Like, the way how we talk to our friends and stuff like that, it's more of a community vibe. It's not like everyone is going to catch, you know, it's going to be like, what does that mean all the time? You get what I mean? So I guess that's why we do it. That's like going to college and being immersed in everybody's slang and be like, what is that? <laughs> that what? I said, it's like going to like how we were in college and like you got me from New York, D.C., Philly. Everybody got different slang and trying to figure out what they saying and what they like what it means. So instead mm -hmm. of being, I guess, being stopped at the door, asking 50 million questions, 
Wait, what does that mean? What is Jai like? What is what? I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's a DC thing. Y'all to live here enough. Exactly. Like, you know, we Jai like over there. <laughs> I was watching, I think I was on TikTok, and the girl was just like, as a country black girl, I can't live in Cali, because my friend just asked me, what is yingling? And she was just like, I don't know, what, what is that? She was just like, because you're always like, you ain't even have to do that. So she was just like, you ever heard somebody say, you ain't even, like, you ain't even have to do all that? It's like, it's like word. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> I think you said yingling. That's what I thought you said, too. I'm like, what? Oh. So, okay. So, do you guys think code switching is necessary, then? Universally, I think it is. Universally, I think it is. But the tone of our voices, I think we should be able to have our own tone. Our own tone personal tone i guess it's a yeah so keeping a tone but saying exactly what you need to say mm -hmm. i get that well half the slang people use anyway they don't need to use it because i don't understand it like i don't understand this slang at all because we're getting too old and we don't hang around people well let me not say that even <laughs> then i wasn't using mo what is a mo Oh my god. They use a good reference a person. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I don't hang around. Oh, go ahead. It's who you hang around, basically. Yeah. It, it's too much to keep up with though. Uh listen, just talk regular. Talk proper English. Done. Like <laughs> look, I'm forming like society now, but like that's what I understand, probably. <laughs> but I feel like I don't really have a problem with slang and, like, certain words because it kind of keeps you in your community. Like, that's something you guys can relate to and speak to. Like, that's the way you guys can speak to each other. So, I mean, don't take it everywhere. So, I, the code switching is necessary, but I don't necessarily have a problem with period and like shortening things and making things funny you know what i mean like it's just a way to still connect with each other so personally a lot of them are dumb would you say Liz? a lot of them are dumb though like that's the part that i can't get with and i feel like that's why i never actually say a lot of the slang because it's just like dumb like really you could have just said that like, come on. That's not funny, because I be getting a good kick out of all these little words. But like Laisha said, I definitely feel like a old lady, because things my little cousins be saying, I just be like, what is that? Am I really getting old? Because I don't know what that is. So, like, new words come out every year. Every week? What are you talking about every year? <laughs> True. It, I was, if I didn't have, like, younger people around, I wouldn't be not knowing no nothing. Nothing. Mm -hmm. All right. We coming up on time. <laughs> so I feel like we talked about a lot of negative. Not a lot of negative, but it was more negative than positive. Um, I kind of just want to say that Black women are everything, like I said from the beginning. You look at the Olympics, we're dominating. You look at the little spelling bee girl. 
dominating. Like we are the most educated race, I think, or the most educated group in the US. So I just think that we need to get our flowers. We need to be appreciated, especially when people are out there trying to be us, but we don't get our recognition. I just think that black women need more love. We need more support. We need to support each other. And we need support from our black men too, because we hold y'all down, but we are only, we're out here by ourselves, honestly. Amen. Put some respect on our name. Nah! Give your queen her flowers. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so how can we move forward and continue supporting our black women? I will say my biggest thing, go out your way. I don't even care if you got fake it. Well, don't fake it. Obviously, be genuine, but compliments yeah no faking but compliment a black woman we don't hear it enough and to big up one of your sisters like that I, I feel good when a black woman compliments me i don't know what it is but i feel like that uh, from another black woman that's a very great feeling so we need to compliment each other it's like i see you yes you are wearing that dress girl your hair is slayed you did those edges yourself okay those shoes, yeah, like, even, it doesn't have to be, like, appearance, like, oh, that was very smart of you, that was very, you accomplished that goal, you did that, girl, like, yeah. I agree, if nobody's not gonna do it, we should do it for ourselves, so, yeah. definitely. Like they say, it starts with us. It definitely do. Um, I think that goes into, like, just supporting each other, and that can look different ways, right, but whatever... One, ask how can, how can you support? And then <laughs> just like show enough for people, just show up for your good sis. Um, support, need a shoulder to cry on, need a hug that day, need to go run out. My favorite thing is, can we go get some food? Let's get some food. <laughs> can we got me? Even support, you ain't got the money, can we go to eat and I pay? <laughs> just don't run the villa. <laughs> yeah, oh, that was. Yeah, support comes in different ways. So, yeah, knowing what kind of support I think the person needs is important too. All right. So, thank you guys for joining Wine Down Fridays. We will be back <laughs> next month. <laughs> but seriously, thank you guys for watching. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And we would love to hear from you guys. Um, give us any kind of feedback, what you guys thought about this episode. Um, going back to words that describe Black women. Um, what are your three words that describe Black women? Thanks for joining us on the couch. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. Follow us on Instagram and YouTube at underscore confessions from the couch. Like, comment, share, and subscribe. See you on our next episode.